Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Hey, Betsy. I had no idea that you have been grooming me to do a podcast since I was three years old. Um, Three, Betsy, because this afternoon... I just got stuck on the word grooming, but yeah. um, uh, Our our mother found an old cassette tape where you are interviewing me. Am I? Apparently... I asked if I could have all of your things, and you said no. Story <laughs> I, checks out. I yeah. also counted to 20 very fast. Not to brag. How old were you? I was three, and you were nine. You were 17 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently our brother shows up and tells jokes and then goes, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> also, story checks out. I mean, none of this sounds any... Di- like, we could literally do that right now. Yep. How fast can you call it? 20, Kate? 20, 20. Ooh! I stand corrected! Now in French. No. So wait, the tape she found actually still played? Yeah, and they're... Oh, that's impressive. So they're, when they come here for Thanksgiving, I'm going to ask the, the penguinologist to digitalize the tape so that we can keep my sweet, sweet wait, innocence can, forever. Can he do that? Can he digitalize yeah. tapes? I didn't know he had that ability. Yeah, yeah, he'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, penguinologist, you what, and your magnetic What tapes. can't he do? You what know? can't he do, indeed? And speaking of things people can't do, uh, who are you? I'm Kate, the and, sweet, innocent one who can count to 20. I'm Betsy, the interviewer. Who, and who won't give me her things. Uh, all true, <laughs> yeah. And this is Fuse and Kate, a podcast in which we... Talk about... Yeah... Us. And books? Yes. Oh. For us. No. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> sort of. I mean, they are eventually. And but, for uh, the people. The small people oh. of, of childlike <laughs> age. See previous Kate, who was three. Right. Yes. So this is a podcast about picture books and if they are good or bad bad mm-hmm. and uh yes yeah, so we've been doing a whole lot of the spooky scary type books and then i thought to myself well i could do a book everybody knows or i could do a cult classic a cult classic oh, boy. it's cult classic day and it's my favorite kind of cult classic cult classics from other countries which i guess are not cult classics. they're actually classics in other countries yeah Today's country is Germany. Of course, it's Germany. I love Germany so much. <laughs> Germany is so twisted, and you remember they did Duck Death in the Tulip. Exactly, and they're I w- great. I wanted you to change it up. Okay, I would change it up, except this book is very popular also in England. So, however, in England, it had a different title. Then the title they translated for in America because uh, it was a pun in England and Americans wouldn't get the joke. All right. So I'm going to pull it out now. Okay. Here we go. All right. The story of the little mole who went in search of whodunit. Correct. 
Now, in England, this is the story of Little Mole who knew it was none of his business, which is a joke. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Did you That's get the joke? No, I didn't. All right, great. Nope. Uh, you won't. And you're gonna, you're just gonna really blame me for this book this week. You're really, really gonna blame me. Looks like he has poop on his head. Wow, I wonder why that would be. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Could be a toupee. All right. But it ain't! All right. You gonna read that book? While Kate does her read, let's listen to Betsy butcher names from other countries, specifically German names. In this particular case, we're not going to talk about the author of this book. Uh, you know, perfectly nice guy, I'm sure. No, we're going to talk about the illustrator, Wolf Erlbruch. Um, I'm going to talk about him because he is the same guy who did Death Duck in the Tulip. Is this a coincidence? It is entirely a coincidence. I'm sorry. He's that kind of illustrator. He just becomes very, very popular with countries that are not America. And I find that fascinating. So fascinating. I'm more of a Sebastian Meschenmoser kind of gal myself, but what are you going to do? In any case, let's do a little uh, background information on him. Uh, he's won a whole bunch of stuff. He's very beloved around the world. For example, he got the biannual Hans Christian Andersen Award, uh, which is, of course, conferred by the International Board on Books for Young People, or IBBY. Which is kind of like the highest recognition you can get if you are a writer or illustrator of children's books. Uh, but not to be outdone, he's also had the Astrid Lindgren Award as well in 2017, because that's how he do. He got a illustration award in 2006 for the Hans Christian Andersen. In 2003, though, he got the Gutenberg Award of the city of Leipzig for his contribution to the book arts. And he's also won the cultural award of his native city of Wuppertal. Which is just really fun to say. Wuppertal. Uh, many of his illustrations for this particular book were done. Actually, he drew the characters on brown wrapping paper. And then he pasted them onto white paper. Because he likes using mixed media and collage and a lot of the things that he does. And should you, after our conversation, believe this is not a classic, I will simply say that Wikipedia claims this book established his reputation as an illustrator in the Netherlands, where it was deemed a classic in 2012 and adapted for the stage. Because if there is one thing that we know about the Germans, they like death and they like poop. Hey, you're back. Yeah. Yeah. So you gave me- You gave me a poop book. I gave you a poop book. We've never done yes, a poop Yes, or we have. Wait, what? We when? did. When? When? We when? did Everybody Poops. Oh, we did the classy poop book. That's true. This is the not classy poop book. Sure yeah. isn't. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we've we never done a fart book, to be fair. And I'm sure they exist. Well, I know they exist. Walter the Farting Dog, which is not a classic. And that's why we've never done it. But <laughs> You're Walter... not even giving me a chance to well, do that one. You know, you know why? Because it's not from Germany, baby. And <laughs> if it's not from Germany, it ain't any good. Okay. Well, Germany or nothing, baby. According to this book, on the very front, it says it's the international number two bookseller. Oh, my God. Or, sorry, bestseller. That is committing yeah. to the bit. Yeah. Wow. Number two. Wow. Yep. I almost respect it. Almost. <laughs> almost. So we start off. Let's just get into this. Might as well. <laughs> just might as well. Yeah. So <laughs> it's only going to get worse. We get this uh, mole. He wakes up. He pops out of his hole, and then he gets pooped on the head. To be fair, it looks like he's wearing a bad toupee. 
I think he looks like he's wearing glasses. It also looks like he's wearing glasses. It looks like he's wearing glasses and a terrible Donald Trump style hairdo. He's a very smart mole. He's just, you know, if if he had a... and an well, arm guard. Yeah, he needs an arm guard. Oh, he definitely needs an arm guard, he, especially he, in that shot where he's got like the arms akimbo. Like he, he needs suspenders. He could be looking like a dapper guy. Oh yeah, a little vest. My, oh, then he'd look like Mole from Wind of the Willows. Minus the poop on his head. Minus the poop, which I don't recall <laughs> uh, being in that book. Yeah. yeah so he, he's not wearing glasses. He's just nearsighted and he can't see who did this to him. So he's going around from animal to animal asking them. Did you do this on my head? And first mm-hmm. he asks, the prettiest pigeon I have ever seen. I this, mean, they are iridescent. But this is like the, the the what would you call this, uh, colored pencil? Yes. The purples mixing with the blues, mixing with the pinks. Mm. It's just, it's very pretty. It is very pretty. It's, it's hard to believe this is the same guy who did Duck, Death, and the Tulip, apparently. This oh, is it the, is? It's the same illustrator, but not oh. the same author. Oh. I didn't realize that when I gave it to you, and I was like, well, let's see what the illustrator's done. Oh. Apparently, there's only one guy out of Germany we can see any art from. But this looks very different. Oh, it's, from, it's different, all yeah, right. way different. But at this point, uh, the pigeon says, no, my poop looks like this. And he, it says, a splattery splosh, a wet white blotch. That's land, correct. Landed. Anyone who's ever been pooped on by a pigeon can confirm that is in fact what this. At is. this point, I'm like, is this an everybody poops book? It's an everybody poops book. I mean, it's, this is more like a universe. Like literally everybody in this book poops. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, they don't call it poop. They'll. This was called a blotch. Uh, oh, other... that's interesting. If you don't name the thing, it's not gross. Yeah. Other yeah. ones call it uh, droppings, beans lumps so there's different words for it's amazing how many words you can give (laughs) to avoid saying what it is that you're actually talking about yep yeah uh so then the mole manure manure would have been fine yeah yeah Yeah. uh then the the mole comes to a horse and he says did you do this on my head horse also looks like it's wearing glasses by the way the horse is wearing glasses oh he is wearing glasses oh you're right there's an arm on there okay there's a frame well now i'm just baffled all right yeah so uh he the horse says no i poop like this and there's the thud 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 i just have to admit that i'm admiring the fact they can just do it on cue to prove a point oh that's hard to do i don't understand how all these animals can poop on command seriously right i try and get my dog to poop on command and he's like <laughs> no i'm good I'm good you know out of all the people i know you're probably the one person i know who actually on a regular basis is urging a member of your household to poop on command well especially when it's cold outside especially i'm like especially when it's come so on let's again. go i got places to go yeah no anyway so rush this so the the horse is doing its thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like what's on the mole's head. The mole moves on to a hare, a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this point, I'm like, okay, I do like these illustrations. They're they're realistic enough. Yeah, it's funny. And you know, the thing with European animal books is inevitably they do some animal we don't have here. Usually a hedgehog. Uh, but so far. We have all the animals yeah. that they've shown. I mean, they're not showing any... I guess I might have badgers, but we do have moles, and we yep. do have hares, and we do have horses, and we do have pigeons. So, yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, if so- they do a red squirrel, though, I'm out of here. No, no. Okay. Uh, so the hare's like, no, it's not me. My poop looks like this. And the red tam 15 beans start flying, it says. You know what? <laughs> and in this case, rabbits poop all the 
freaking time. So I am not surprised you that could do one, it on command. That exactly. one makes sense. That right? makes sense. Yeah, that one you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, rabbits, just anything. Then he gets to a goat. And uh, he asks the goat, did you do this on my head? And the goat says, no, my poop looks like this. Um, and goats always look like they're on some sort of drugs with those eyes. See, I mean, but not every illustrator has the guts to do the sideways pupil. Oh. Uh, sometimes they do like circular ones and try to make the goats look all cute. And I'm like, no, no, there's a reason people thought goats this were the is devil. Realistic and it was those eyes. eyes. Yeah, those are realistic also, but it does look blissed out. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> well, he does his Not something. clackety clackety clack, shiny brown lumps falling onto the grass, but... It's a bummer he's not going to run into a wombat, because how cool would it be if the wombat was like, I, I do square poops. Yeah. That would be cool. That'd be a little too everybody poops. It would poops. be a little too everybody poops, But yeah. for all these animals that are pooping, and for this to be a European book, there is a severe lack of anuses. So it's just coming out of nowhere. It's... Magical poop that just, yeah, you're right. There is no anus. Hmm, maybe, maybe an anus can only be shown. If it's not if in it's use. If it's not in use. Yeah. <laughs> I think we found a the stationary rule. anus. We found the international rule <laughs> of anuses in picture books because you can see poop coming out of animals. But yeah, it's but you're not in getting profile. like a front-on view. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be considered too graphic. Yeah, we found the line. The line the Europeans <laughs> will not cross. And let me tell you, they cross a lot of lines. The mole comes to a cow. Oh, cow. Yeah, no. He says, "Cow, did That's you did you do this on my head?" And the cow says, no, mine looks like this. And it says, swoosh, dup, 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 swoosh, dup, dup. I mean, that that's must not be a, a big, <laughs> not flat, on a much, not a big cow yeah. pie. Yeah, that's, there a, that's, we go. A, that's a cow pie, all right. Yep, it splashes on the ground. You can even tell there's some grass in there. Wow. This nice... level of detail is yeah, astounding. It's a greenish brown. And at this point, I'm just thinking, why is the mole not getting this poop off of his head he's it seems left to be the, it i mean he doesn't want to pick head. it up it's already there and if he's trying to track down the culprit i'm wondering if he likes it i'm wondering ah. if he's trying to find the owner so he can have more like it perhaps in different colors <laughs> <laughs> well he's got an array of different styles if he takes it from somebody else so. and different colors mm -hmm. and, uh, yes i oh, indeed i'm onto this guy <laughs> another pair of glasses here with the pig well it, this, or not it's hard to tell it's or is hard it, to tell is it a pince nez i don't know maybe the if there's not a monocle in this book i will be disappointed there sorry there is no monocle Doggone it. maybe the pig somebody republish this with but... a monocle please thank you sorry the the mole goes to a quote fat pink pig right. yes let's fat that's shame true. the pig and exactly. he's asking the pig did you do this to my head and the pig says no not me i do mine like this it's a splidgety splodge who was the translator on this? A, okay. Okay, wait a minute. Now I'm beginning to feel bad that I didn't credit the translator. All right. Much to my severe disappointment, they are not crediting the translator on this. Uh, the copyright, for some reason, is to a guy named Peter Hammer Verlag. And I will say that at least they'd credited the person doing the hand lettering here, who was Wendy Wilson, because I was admiring the words that were written on these pages. Like, somebody had to write those in English and... Beautifully done. Beautifully done. The font. The font. The hand-penned font. Mwah. But minus 10 points for not crediting your translator, folks. Yeah, That's an easy one. I don't know how you translate splidgety splodge from German. Yes! 
What is the German for splittity splodge? Please, Germans. Please tell me. Please, please tell me. Find me find me a copy of the book and tell me what it says for the uh Oh, I really want to know now. Get a German version of this book. I may I may now have to get a German version of this there you book. Go. I'm sure there's one in my system. Well, this says a soft brown smelly heap lands uh at the mole's feet and then it says pu little mole had to hold his nose i'm sorry but how did the horse and the yeah you and, do not see that cow? and the cow not have smelly poop but the pig that you've already fat shamed now apparently also, also has smelly distinguish poop it from the one that's on your head everything must smell like that because of what's on your head because you've been walking around with poop on your seriously, head seriously if anything you've been a nerd to it and also, this pig looks like it's a mom. You can see the little... The little well, yeah, sure, or has been a mom, yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah. poor pig yeah. has been insulted time and time again. The poor pig. I'm on Just the pig's side. Just don't smell like roses. <laughs> so then the mole comes across two fat flies <sighs> and who are, the, who are eating. Mm-hmm. And, the po- and the mole asks, uh, can you tell me who did this on my head? Now, the moles say, yep, keep still just a second. We'll figure it out. They get on Detective the moles' Detective Flies head. on the case. And they're doing a little... Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so getting gross. tones of earth, mm-hmm. earthiness. Mm-hmm. Maybe some chestnuts. Yes. It has a, it has a certain impudent <laughs> charm. It's got an oak. <laughs> o- oak a little oaky, oaky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was hoping the word oak. Was <laughs> I actually was waiting for it. And they shout triumphantly, no question about it. It was a drum roll, please. Dog. Okay, well that was likely. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a lot of dogs and they tend to poop it's everywhere. A little, so it's a, yeah, it's a tiny. You should have gone to the flies first. That's the moral of this story. Well, it's a moles aren't big, right? And, no. And the, a mole's head is not big. No. So the poop on a mole's head should be a tiny poop. And well, you know, dogs so, do do the occasional tiny poop. You know, by after tiny, they've done a large tiny, poop. Tiny dogs. Tiny dogs, right? Right. right so we like expect a, a tiny dog. Yeah, I'm thinking a schnauzer or a chihuahua. Chihuahua was yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nope, we get a hound. A hound dog. Wow. Ain't nothing but a hound dog. Uh, okay, well, before we jump to the hound dog, the mole, it says, of course it was a dog, and he goes to, to straight to the dog's house, the dog house. Um, the mole is not wearing the poop on his head anymore. No, did the flies just do away with it? Did the flies eat it? Did they pick it up off the mole's head? What happened and to the poop? And is the mole wearing shoes? <laughs> it looks like it. I mean, it does from here. It looks like snappy little pointed-toed shoes from here. With heels. With heels. Yes. Oh, yes. He's definitely got heels. Yeah. You know, he doesn't seem to be wearing any sort of clothing whatsoever, but he's got a snappy little pair of shoes, and I approve. I don't know. It kind of looks like he's wearing pants. It does. It, he seems to have natural Like bell-bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a little-known fact that uh, moles, in fact, inspired the bell-bottom craze. Oh, because that, that is naturally from? how their legs... Yeah, got it. that's how they work, yeah. So the mole gets on top of the dog's house, <laughs> squats. You mean his head? Oh, oh no, in the house. Okay, I yeah, see. The, the mole's on top. He's on the okay, roof of the dog house. He's on the roof of the house. Okay. He squats and poops a little bit on top of the dog's head. Right. It says, pling. Pling. A, a little <laughs> brown 
crescent. Oh, pling. It lands slap dab in the middle of Henry's forehead. Henry is the dog. Henry's the dog. Oh, now he has a name. Fantastic. Yep. And uh, now that the deed is done and the mole is happy, he disappears back into his mole hole and... Revenge complete. So he did all of this work so he could just poop on the perpetrator's head. What if this had been done by a snake or by an owl Yeah. or a hawk? He wasn't thinking this one through. No. No. Not exactly. Also, his shoes look fantastic there. And that's the end of the book. Yes, indeed. And the moral of the story being, if someone poops on your head, you poop, poop right you back poop on their head. Yep. Eye for eye, man. Yep. That's that's how that's how life is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is a fascinating book. Uh, as I say, it was an import and I came across it. Boy, it's been around a long time. So I think I came across it maybe 15 years ago. And I remember reading it being like, you know, usually I'm a huge fan of the old imports from other countries. But this one. But you know who loves it? The English. Oh, the English can't get enough of it. So if I highly recommend, I'm going to put both of them on here. I found at least two videos of the story of the little mole who knew it was none of his business. They it's clever. so cheeky. Um, one of which is an animated version and one of which is, I. it's from the Kingsley School. So apparently this was a school teacher doing a version. And let me tell you. When the first poop falls on her head like a sausage, I am half convinced they actually took a sausage and painted it brown and put it on her head because that's what it looks like. Uh, <laughs> they put they it's a lot of horrible amount of time and effort went into that video. So okay. yeah, so for that we we salute you, English school teachers everywhere. Make poop on your head videos. Ratings time. Okay. <laughs> You ready for this? Oh, go for it. This is going to be full. Oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah. Get What's ready. It What's it going to be? So it doesn't run on. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry it's, I asked. I'm it's just... got a good streak going through oh, it. Oh, my God. And it's a little corny, which I appreciate. No. Do I love it? No, but it doesn't stink. I like the vindictive main character. He's a gas. Uh, <laughs> it's, n- it's not dated. This could have come out at any time. Uh, it's not, wow. it's not my favorite, but I give it a solid number two. Sorry, just, that's a, that's a 5.2. Yeah. If you were to, if you were to like, what do they call it? Blipping? Like a, a, someone's book? If you give yeah. that a blurb? Yeah, yeah. If blurb you were to blurb, it, yeah. if I were to blurb this book, I would just say needs more anuses. I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> um, and it's a great blurb that I feel... Yeah. If any book deserved it, it would be this one. Yeah. Wow. That was that was a lot. You spent a lot of time writing that. Spent a little and, bit of time. Yeah. I had some help. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, but I'm a little surprised. You know, if you keep writing like that, you're going to start a movement. I'm just oh, saying. nice. Ah, I was waiting for that one. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So a five point. Wait, did you say a five point two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. What? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, what? for what it does, it does it well. Yeah. But it's not You alone. learn different animals. We you, already know other animals. Sure, okay. You learn different animals. You learn how different animals poop. You learn to uh, be vindictive. It's <laughs> got a lot of interesting so morals. <laughs> it's like, if they poop on your head, you poop on their head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, I mean, um, I've got my own favorite German books out there. This is not one of them. It's fine. It does what it means to do. It it's sets funny. Out, it sets out with a goal. It accomplishes that goal. It does that goal well. They are surprisingly pretty. Yeah. In some instances. The pigeon, and, uh, the I pigeon really was like very pretty. Thing, but it doesn't credit the translator. 
which is no fault against the original book. The original book obviously wouldn't have had a translator. But for someone who had to put that much work into it, Abrams, publisher, baby, naughty, naughty. I hope that the new editions of this book most certainly will credit the translator. We have learned a lot in the interim since it was last published. Um, I'm a four. I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm not loving it, but I'm a four. Okay, well, with our scores combined, it is just under a classic. Just yeah. under a classic. Yeah. You want just a tiny wah wah. <laughs> just like that. Just a tiny little yeah. one. All righty. Letters time. Ooh. This one comes from Brenna. Uh, Brenna says, uh, hi, Kate and Betsy. She got confused. She said you first. No, no, no. Why. Yeah, she, that was perfect. Was really she asked if we had done a certain Halloween book. I'm not going to say it because I'm saving it for next year. So thank you, Brenna. But then she continues on in this way. Also, my son and I just read Who Needs Donuts? Story and Pictures by Mark Allen Stamady. The pictures alone are enough to entertain for hours, like a search and find gone wrong. We loved the pictures and the story, especially the coffee advertisement that reads, It's real coffee. You'll know it's coffee because it looks like coffee and it tastes like coffee. <laughs> Thanks for such a fun podcast, Brenna. Uh, thank you, Brenna. I must say, we did already do Who Needs Donuts. I remember it took a really long time to try and... Uh, get through it because I was so detail oriented that I needed to try and find everything. <laughs> In a way, it was sort of your nightmare. Book. <laughs> yeah. But for those of you who are or want to, you know, listen to the episode yourself, uh, I believe we were episode number 87. That was early on in our podcast It was podcast fairly career. early on in our podcast youth. Um, I just couldn't help but bring it out because I just loved it so much. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Um, there are other Mark Allen Stamady books, but really none of them compared to Who Needs Donuts. It was the best of the best. Yeah. It was. All right. Grown Up Things We Like. Okay. I've got a book. A book. I read this book called Rock, Paper, Scissors by Ooh. Alice Feeney. I'm going to say that's her name. Apparently, she's really famous, and she's written a lot of books, and I don't know her. Uh, <laughs> I buy her, but I don't know her. Uh, yeah, so she she wrote this book. It's about a married couple. Uh, the woman writes letters every year on their wedding anniversary, and he's a screenwriter with face blindness, which is an actual thing that I didn't know about. Rebecca Stead, who wrote When You we Reach Me, has face blindness. I think, Fun fact. I think Brad Pitt has claimed that he does, too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they went a weekend away to Scotland, but they didn't randomly win the trip. One of them is lying, and someone doesn't want them to live happily ever after. And, Ooh. yeah, it's a thriller. I read it in two days. Uh, it's a super quick read, and it had a lot of great twists and turns with cliffhangers at the end of each chapter. So if you want a quick, fun thriller, I recommend this book, Rock, Paper, Scissors. Excellent recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. My recommendation, I think I've mentioned before, but it's coming up closer and I just want to promote it one more time. Uh, there is going to be a benefit for the Rabbit Hole, which is the world's first Explorastorium, which is like a museum where you can basically go into the books. And a lot of the books that we have done on this podcast will be featured there. There's a Sam and the Tigers uh, ride where you can ride the, the tigers going around and around and around. Um, there's like, uh, well, we've never done... Uh, my father's dragon, but there's a whole stairwell of them, but there's just tons of things that we have done on this show that you can just explore and go into. It's going to be very cool. And they have coming up the This Is Not a Rabbit Art Auction, and uh, it is going to be on Friday, November 18th in Kansas City. So if you are in the Kansas City area, please check it out. There is an online art auction, but you'll be able to see the art in person there. It is amazing. 
every, not every, but tons of artists that we have done on the show have contributed art. And if anyone out there loves me and wants to prove <laughs> they love me, you will buy me the Brian Selznick one. Um, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> and uh, yes, oh, and by the way, on the promo, I should show you this, Kate. On the promo, it calls me a podcaster before all of my other things. Oh. Uh, when it's like talking me up. So look at that. Betsy Bird, podcaster, oh. blogger, and other stuff. Oh, yeah. You're not a writer at all. That's great. No, apparently I've never written a damn thing in my life. <laughs> but, uh, hey, at least I podcast. So, you know, that counts for something. So, uh, yes, if you are in the Kansas City area, please come and say hi to me. I have never been to Kansas City. And the only thing I know is that I'm going there on a Friday. So you know what song has been caught in my head since then. No. I went to Kansas City on a Friday. Oh. On Saturday, I learned a thing or two. Now it's caught in my head again. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> You're Thanks. welcome. Yay. All right. So I think we need to do one that people have heard of. Because we've been doing a lot of obscure well, books. Well, Thanksgiving is around the corner. Don't you want to do a Thanksgiving book? It's so hard. I mean, it's hard enough to find Halloween books we haven't done, but Thanksgiving books are... They're a beast, man. I'm They're sure hard. you can find something. Fine. I will look and I will see. Okay. My hopes are not high. If you, gentle listeners, want to suggest a Thanksgiving book we haven't done, don't say the Cranberry Thanksgiving book. We did that one. We've, we've done a bunch of them. But I am willing to believe there is one we haven't done that's a classic. So let me know what it is, people. I'm all ears. Okay. Okay. So until we figure out what the heck we're doing about that, I have been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM, or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime, and our magnetic tape guru is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird.